This episode brought to you by Progressive. Most of you aren't just listening right now. You're driving, cleaning, and even exercising. But what if you could be saving money by switching to Progressive? Drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. And auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Multitask right now. Quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Nick, as always, we're brought to you by Matchstick Golf, the best ball markers in the game. Use the promo code TURN20 at checkout to save 20% on these incredible markers. Dane Delgado, president, he's he's putting out new ones like every day. I don't know if you saw that slice of pizza. I, I was just going to say the slice of pizza is, oh my God, it, it, it makes me want to play golf in like 39 degree weather with rain and leaves everywhere. Uh, just put that ball marker in play. Nick's going to go out and play in terrible Northeast weather because of matchstick golf. Use turn 20 at checkout, save 20% best ball markers on the game and a proud sponsor of At The Turn. This is At The Turn. It's time for discussion and interviews about the world of golf you won't hear anywhere else. Here are your hosts, Nick Heidelberger and Joe Simons. Even if some are reluctant to admit it out loud, anyone who's ever played this ridiculous game suffers from delusions of grandeur. That next round will be when I put it all together, when I finally break 80, when I beat my buddy, my personal favorite, and the focus of this show. When I turn 50, I'm playing on the senior tour. Golfers who are too old to fool themselves into thinking they can compete on the PGA Tour, but still young enough where the mid-century mark is a ways off, either jokingly or perhaps a little too seriously, talk about their desire to compete with legends of the game. Win number 42 for Bernhard Langer. And with a par, Phil Mickelson becomes the 20th debut winner. Ernie Els, in his third start on the PGA Tour Champions, gets his first victory. John Daly has earned his first win here on the PGA Tour Champions. In this episode of At The Turn, we look at how someone who wasn't a successful golfer on the PGA Tour gets on the Senior Tour. Joe has done extensive research and even spoken to a couple players who have fought their way from the very bottom to reach the senior tour. But before we get into that, Joe, can you give us a 30,000 foot view of what the senior tour is? The tour was formally established in 1980. It was originally known as the thing most people still call it to this day, the senior PGA tour. Through the 80s and 90s, PGA tour stars of the 60s and 70s dominated the senior tour. Icons of the game, Arnold Palmer, Jack Nicholas. Lee Trevino, Chichi Rodriguez, and Hale Irwin. In 2002, the tour was then renamed the Champions Tour. Perhaps the golf establishment thought senior was a pejorative term. After all, these are 
champions of the game. The Over 50 circuit was officially known as the Champions Tour through the 2015 season, after which the current clunky name of PGA Tour Champions was adopted. The trend towards this branding illustrates the tour's bias towards protecting household names while making it next to impossible for the big dreaming weekend warrior to cash in on a second chance at becoming a pro athlete. I think we can all agree, PGA Tour Champions is a bad name. So for the sake of your ears, we're going to refer to PGA Tour Champions as the Senior Tour from here on out. Okay, so the Senior Tour is a place for the household names of yesteryear to remind us all they still got it. So what kind of names are we talking about here? If you flip on the Golf Channel and see a Senior Tour event, the leaderboard looks like a who's who from the previous two decades. Longer, Couples, Ells, Daly, Mickelson. Something you rarely, if ever see, is a name you don't recognize. It's really uncommon to see an unknown make a serious run at a Senior Tour title. So we're in our mid-30s, Joe. It stands to reason that a guy like DJ, who's about our age, if he's better at the golf than us in our 20s, he's going to be better at golf than us in his 50s after he spent 30 years playing the PGA Tour. Is that logic the reason why we don't see those random names on the leaderboards, or does it go deeper than that? Sure. Long-established pros will beat 50-something hopefuls more often than not, but that's only part of it. The fact is, it is very difficult to get into a senior tour field. Not only is it difficult to get into a senior tour field, it's difficult to explain who is in a senior tour event. A typical senior tour field is 80-ish players, and this is where you can really see that the advantage goes to the established pros. Nearly half the spots go to the top 36 players from the final standings in the Charles Schwab Cup. The Charles Schwab Cup is the season-long event where players earn points based on how they finish in events throughout the year, culminating with the final tournament. Think FedEx Cup for your 401k. The next nine spots go to players from the PGA Tour points list, you get one point for a PGA Tour win, three for a major. Next four spots go to players from the Senior Tour points list. Same deal, one point for a regular senior crown, three for a major. Okay, so, so far you said there's about 80 spots. You've just accounted for 49 of them, so go on. The next 11 spots are reserved for players not otherwise eligible who are top 100 on the all-time PGA Tour money list. Okay, so we're up to 60 of our 80 spots so far, and so far from what you just rattled off, no hope for the two of us. Not yet. Two more guys are eligible who are 50, but haven't hit their 51st birthday yet, who have at least four of those PGA points. Okay, so the first 62 of about 80 spots are reserved for established tour players. How about the rest of the spots? The sponsor gets to invite five guys, three of which had to have won an event in their career. The other two can literally be to anyone over 50. My dad could play. Okay, so if you're still with us, that's a little more than 70 golfers who, aside from Joe's father, had some or a lot of success in professional golf to be in the field. Which leaves nine spots. Shut up and sit down. 
Five of those are reserved for the top five finishers in the previous year's Senior Tour Qualifying Tournament. Each December, golfers with salt and pepper beards travel to warmer climates with visions of playing alongside the titans of their sport the following summer. And whoever does outlast the field in the preliminary qualifiers and finishes in the top five gets a real shot to compete for a full season on the senior tour. Those who don't can try and Monday qualify. Now, that's a tournament before the tournament to get into the tournament. You took a look at the field from an event from this past year on the senior tour, the Ally Challenge at the Warwick Hills Golf and Country Club in Grand Lake, Michigan, back in August. How did that field break down? Yeah, so one week before the tournament started, a pre-qualifier was played. 52 players, 18 holes, top five make it into the Monday qualifier. Two players shot 65, two shot 68, and three shot 69. The 65s and 68s move on to the official qualifier. The 369s move on to a three-for-one playoff. Okay, so if you're keeping score at home, Chad Crummel of Okemos, Michigan, survived that three-for-one playoff just to get a chance to then what? Then it's on to Monday. 18 more holes, top four will play in the Ally Challenge. So what are these fields like for these Monday qualifiers? Is it local AMs, like the guys you and me, who want a shot at the big stage? The field for these Monday qualifiers is no joke. They're a mix of former PGA and European Tour members, along with guys who finished 6th through 30th in that Senior Tour qualifying tournament. In this particular field, there was Robert Gomez, who has three PGA Tour wins, Carlos Franco with four PGA Tour wins, and Le Matisse, who lost in a playoff at the Masters, just to name a few. It's the real deal. A 65 and 266s were good enough to secure the first three spots. The fourth and final spot was a 10-way tie at 68, meaning 10 golfers went into a playoff for just one spot. Some of those early events, you had over 100 players trying for five spots. It's like, oh, this sucks. Honestly, it sucked. It sucks. Yeah, that part is terrible. That is the voice of who you want to be, Tom Workmeister. Joe, what can you tell us about Workmeister besides the fact that he has an all-time name? Workmeister made it through pre-qualifier by shooting a 68, then finished tied for fourth in the Monday qualifier by shooting a second 68, only to end up on the outside looking in after failing to win that 10 for one playoff. We know that, we know it's not gonna be easy. It's just sort of show up, tee up, and play a good round and kind of see what happens. And then once you make an event, it's it's a pretty darn cool experience. Workmeister has had some success since turning 50. Qualified for two senior US Opens, made seven cuts out of eight events, even met a few legends along the way. In Canada, I made an event. Second round, I get paired up with Bernard Langer. Third round, I get paired up with BJ Singh. And both those guys kept my score. I got those scorecards back and framed them, whatever. That's kind of cool. Two Hall of Famers back to back, keeping my score. Come on. When you keep things in that sort of perspective, and yeah, I want to compete. Yeah, I want to sort of try to win or, or you know, make some money. That's kind of what I'm there for. But looking back after the experience, that's, the, that's where I get to enjoy it to where, you know, this is pretty darn cool.
So Workmeister worked his way up through the ranks, beating the odds. Is he now in with the big household names? Is that how the senior tour culture works? Sometimes. He's had many cool experiences. Like he texts with 1995 US Open winner Corey Pavin to try to set up casual practice rounds. Despite that, the vibe from a few of the senior circuit regulars is, well, not so great. Even some of the guys I talked to in, in the, the handful of events I played in, they don't want guys like us playing in their events. They don't, they don't, they don't want us. They, they, some, I should say not all of them. Some, some of the guys have, have stated that to where we are not welcome, so to speak. So that's well and good for Tom. But what about the rest of us? How does the 13 handicap at the turn patron get to make senior U.S. Open cuts and play with Masters winners? I actually asked Tom that question, and he said you just learned to do it. So to me, it was just like a, a level of stairs, right? I kind of learned each step to get better and learn how to win at different levels to where I was winning locally. And then I was winning statewide events as an amateur to where I was even winning some nationally events. And that was in my mid forties. So at about 48, I kind of thought, you know what? At 50, I'm gonna give it a try. I'm gonna turn pro and kind of see what happens. Best of luck to Tom. And we thank him for talking to us as he heads to senior Q school next month in Florida. Before we wrap up, Joe, you have another story of a long shot crashing the party? Yeah, so it happens every so often on the senior tour. The most recent instance of it, New Zealander Stephen Alker. This is a guy who had 86 starts on the PGA Tour in which he missed 47 cuts. Then after he turned 50, Alker did what he does best, Monday qualify. After successfully making the field for his first senior event, he finished tied for seventh at the Boeing Classic, which meant he automatically qualified for the next tournament. That ended with a third place finish in the spot in the next event. That ended with a third place finish and a spot in the next event. Then a top nine in a spot in the next event. And then a T7, and then... Stephen Alker, a first time winner on the PGA Tour Champions. He got up and down on the final hole to outlast Jim Furyk and win 305,000. Alker took home another quarter mil for finishing second at the season-ending Tour Championship, which pushes his total to over $1.1 million in just 10 tournaments since he qualified for the Boeing Classic outside Seattle in late August for his senior tour debut. Wow. Now spend the winter working on your short game with visions of Workmeister and Alker dancing in your head. Joe, great job uncovering all of this senior tour inside Intel. Thanks, Nick. Enjoy the holidays. We'll talk soon, man. I'm Lacey Evans. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time at The Turn.